You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode 39, Fill Your Bucket. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello, my friends. Today is such a great day to have a great day. I will tell you honestly that this is the first podcast I re-recorded multiple times. I just can't seem to get it exactly how I want it. I am talking about something today that is super interesting to me. It has to do with relating all these different aspects and thoughts of my life together and how I had this aha moment, and I just don't want to mess it up, and so I'm taking my podcast host job extremely seriously, and I just keep deleting and re-recording, so maybe if I'm owning up to it and I'm talking about it now, maybe it'll all come out the way that I want it to. So right now, it's the end of 2020. We're going into 2021. I know that when most of you hear this, it will be 2021. And at the end of every single year, I reflect on that year. I reflect on things that have gone well, things that could be improved, things that I want to start, things that I want to stop, new projects, continuing projects, etc. And as a teacher... I always have a goal. I have a goal to impact at least one person a semester. And yes, most of the time it is more than one person a semester, but my goal is to impact at least one new person a semester. And I was sitting there and I was reflecting. I was reflecting on the things I've done in the classes and the things that we've done with the podcast and the webinar. And I... Logged into my LinkedIn, I just finished attending the International Association of Exhibitions and Events, the IAEE conference, and I had a ton of new network uh, requests. And so I logged into LinkedIn and I had like 40 notifications and I had these two recommendations sitting in my LinkedIn and they just, they were just so sweet. And I think it's it's one of those things of, you know, you know you make a difference, but it's just different when someone is willing to put their name to it and, and just talk about how you've impacted their life. So teaching evaluations are great at the end of the semester. They're anonymous. You get a lot of good feedback. And you have students that reach out and talk about how you made their day. You sent them a card and, you know, you have people that reach out about individual acts that you do, acts of service. And these two students that wrote these recommendations on LinkedIn, they just, I have it up on my screen right now. I'm trying really hard not to cry. And they were just talking about how I impacted them just as a person. And it's just, just... You know, it's 2020 has been such a crappy year for a lot of people in a lot of ways. And I'm in the event industry and it's been a hard year. And a lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues, 
A lot of people that I know have been furloughed or, or laid off or are struggling. And you just always look for the silver lining. So I'm going to encourage all of you that if someone has impacted you in your life, just to reach out to them, send them an email or a message or go on LinkedIn or Facebook and let them know because that could be the bright part of their entire year. That could be the thing that keeps them going when times are tough. So definitely reach out with some words of affirmation there. All right, enough of that. So this morning I had an epiphany and it's, (laughs) some of you are going to be like, how did you not relate this? Do you ever have those moments where you have two things that are seemingly unrelated and then it just clicks in your brain and you all of a sudden realize that they're totally related and you have no idea how you didn't notice it before? Well, I had that moment this morning. For those of you that maybe don't know me in real life or don't follow my Instagram or Facebook, I am a mom. I have a daughter. She's five and a half. She is fierce and amazing and a world changer already. Love her to pieces. And when she was three or four, when she was in school, they read this book and it had to do with being a bucket filler. I can't remember the exact name of the book. I hope you know what I'm talking about. But this book helps children visualize an abstract concept. The book essentially educates children that everybody is carrying around an invisible bucket and your actions can fill somebody's bucket with love or it can take away from somebody's bucket. So your goal as a child is to be a bucket filler. When you say please or thank you or you do nice things, you fill somebody's bucket and it makes them happy. And when you're mean or don't use your nice words, you are taking out of their bucket. So you're taking away some of that love and then they're sad. It's a very elementary concept, but it's a good visualization for kids that are trying to grasp this abstract concept. And an important lesson in this book is that you cannot take out of somebody else's bucket to fill up your own. So if you're mean to somebody else, it doesn't fill your bucket. Your bucket also goes down. When you're mean to other people, you your own bucket goes down. And so this is a great concept. So I'm always talking to my daughter. I'm like, are you being a bucket filler? And as she's grown older, I've used that concept less and less because she understands these abstract concepts more. And so that's one concept. Now, this other concept over here, which is just, it makes so much sense. I have no idea how I haven't seen it, is the five love languages. So if you haven't read that book, I highly, highly recommend it. It talks about how every single adult speaks a particular love language and feels love in a particular way. So there's concepts such as gift giving or words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch. And so you have these concepts, these love languages. And it's important to realize that you can speak a different language, love language, than you feel. So, for example, I have never felt loved by gifts. You can take this little quiz online. Of course, self-improvement junkie here. I've taken the quiz. I've taken it multiple times because your love language can change over time. 
if I'm with a partner who I know feels really loved with gifts, then I can buy them gifts. I can buy them flowers at the end of the week. I can bring home chocolates. I can just give them little gifts, little mementos to tell them that I'm thinking about them. But if they were to give me gifts, I might not feel loved by that. I might say, well, thanks for that, but, you know, now that's another thing that's going to die on my living room table or, (laughs) you know, just you don't necessarily feel it the same way. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, five love languages. Well, in the concept of the five love languages, they have this visualization called your love tank and you can sit there and visualize how full your love tank is. So sometimes when you feel so overwhelmed and overflowing with love and you're like, oh my goodness, I just feel so much love right now. And your love tank is overflowing. So I was reading these LinkedIn recommendations and I was just so filled with emotion and gratitude and appreciation and love. And then I was like, oh my goodness, the love tank is nothing but the bucket. My daughter's bucket is the same concept as the adult love tank. And I don't know why I've just never related them before. It's just such a simple concept, but it's never clicked in my head. And that kind of blew my mind. And so I was thinking about this and I was working through this. And I've been talking with a lot of students who are graduating, graduated last month or or graduating in May. And they're all kind of worried about the job market and asking my input and my advice. And there's something that stood out to me. I was talking to the student and she made this sentence. She said, I think I could thrive in this job because I'm good at it. And she was talking about a specific skill. And it made me think of this book I read a couple years ago, and something clicked for me there. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you should do it. Similar to my daughter's bucket or my adult love tank in my relationships and friendships, you also have a work tank, like a career tank, and you you have this bucket. And just because you're good at something doesn't mean that it fills your bucket. So one example that I give is I'm really good at doing stats and, and methodological studies, theoretically driven research. But does it fill my bucket or does it drain my bucket? Just because you're good at something doesn't mean that it fills you up. It can drain you. And so one thing that you think about in your brain is you think about, are you excited to do it? Or do you put it off and put it off and put it off and then you're just exhausted and drained after you do it or don't want to do it? And so I found that this was a concept that I was kind of beating myself up about. I was telling myself, I'm really good at this. I've been acknowledged. I've won awards. I've won best research papers because I'm good at this. So why am I not excited about it? And it was this concept of this bucket 
and I hadn't related them before. And so I would say to, I said to the student, and I'm going to say to everybody in the podcast, just because you're good at something doesn't mean that that should be something that you go into. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean that it brings you joy. And so my goal for 2021 and what I hope you will add into your goals for 2021 is to do more of what you love. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.